We're back, Whisper Nation, with another episode right here on the Fantasy Whispers. This time, we're not bringing you guys you should draft in your league. We're telling you some guys and wide receivers that you're going to want your league mates to draft because they're going to fall for the tricks. All of that right here on the Fantasy Whispers. Right here. We're talking the uh, wide receivers that you should maybe pass on. Let your league mates draft five of them here. That's a nice list. But if you like that fresh fantasy football content, consider subscribing to the YouTube channel and giving this and other videos a like on your way in. It would greatly grow the channel and we would appreciate it big time that being said welcome in whisper nation my name is big travi you can find me on twitter at big travi tfw i am joined by the man the myth the legend johnny game time hicks who you can find on twitter at johnny underscore game time what is going on johnny dude i i, I always say this you know but and it, it might get old i don't know but it doesn't get old to me i am so excited about this uh yes. show it is going to be awesome. We got some really hot topic guys. Like we're, we're going to get, I'm sure so whisper nation, right <laughs> I'm sure whisper nation is going to be like, what is going on? Why are they throwing these names out here? But this is exactly what we want. We want you to dodge these bullets like the matrix, like, like uh, what's his name? The Neo. main guy, Neo, Neo. Yeah. and the matrix. And let your league mates draft those guys, and you can get the other and swoop up the values and reap the rewards. That's right. We've got everybody in here. Oscar the Grouch saying Cortland Sutton, dark horse wide receiver one. We know he's been yes. all over the videos talking about Cortland Sutton. Plugged in with Jay. Jay, the fantasy football hey. plug. What's going on, my brother? Stormtrooper says, yo, what's going on? Uh, Stormtrooper. Uh, but that's right. Like Johnny said, we're, we're going to get into the show. But I just want to remind our listeners that the Fantasy Whispers draft kit is officially here and it's going to be better than ever this year. Our kit is fully loaded with premium player projections and rankings, consistency charts with over three years worth of data, cheat sheets, strength of schedule charts, and so much more. That TFW draft kit is available for an industry low $15. So head on over to the fantasywhispers.com and get your kit today. Johnny, we've got to get into this show, but before we do, we've got some news and notes, and you know how I like to do it. I'm going to spit off some news and notes for you here, and, and just a few couple blurbs, but some dominating headlines from this week, and we'll and you'll let me know what you think is going to be uh, the most significant for fantasy football purposes. So without further ado, we'll start with Carson Wentz. Uh, Carson Wentz with his foot is, uh, is set to miss 5 to 12 weeks. At least it's a firm what? timeline. At least we know yeah, how long what? it'll be. What a big uh, window. But to deciding uh, after deciding to go under undergo foot surgery, the team went back and forth on the decision for Wentz to have surgery and a 12 week absence would mean Wentz would return to action in October. Wentz apparently had an old injury, potentially in high school, where he unknowingly suffered a broken foot. A piece of bone has broken off from that original injury. It's crazy that they can look all the way back into this injury and know that somehow he may have had a broken piece of his bone from back then. And that is wild to me, but I, hey, either way, we'll. But hey, never. It might help him, dude. It might get yeah, him. Who, maybe who he was this, he was compensating in the, some way. Yeah, maybe this is the problem that we saw last year. I don't <laughs> exactly. know. Uh, Philadelphia sticking with, you know, Eagles kind of situation. I know Carson Wentz came from the Eagles. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Devonta Smith, first round pick, uh, has a sprained medial collateral ligament, a.k.a. the MCL, in his knee that will cost him two to three weeks. So we've got to wait a little bit before seeing him. They probably won't play him in preseason. It's just kind of a hampering 
hindrance on that um, that preseason, that that rookie camp. You'd like to see him get those reps, but he won't and, be and, able to. And Twitter just referring to his bashing him on his BMI all weekend. Uh, oh, that, yeah. Unreal. It's, it's dude. kind that's, of it's, yeah, it's, it's kind ridiculous. Of it's taking ridiculous. victory laps on the dude's uh, skinny body. That's messed up. Why don't you take some victory laps on my big body? Do it. You. Uh, you won't. All right. You won't. The Dallas Cowboys wide receiver Amari Cooper, his ankle came into training camp in great shape, according to head coach Mike McCarthy. Everything's been extremely positive from the uh, the strength staff. McCarthy said his weight is as low as it's been since I've worked with him, so he looks great. Jerry Jones previously said that Amari Cooper is expected to return to practice after the team's August thirteenth preseason game. It sounds like everything's on track for Cooper after he underwent ankle surgery after the twenty twenty season. That was the scare, but it sounds like he's actually put that behind him. And maybe uh, the Cowboys were just being cryptic about his status heading into camp. Cooper is going to compete with CeeDee Lamb to be the top receiver for this high-powered Cowboys offense in 2021. But I I have flip-flopped so much on Cooper, Johnny, and I maybe we'll get into that more in the show. Should we call but, you John Kerry? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I flip-flopped because I initially liked Cooper. I thought he was being drafted, like disrespected after what he did last year, even with Dalton in the lineup. And now he's coming back this year. Oh, there's the ankle surgery. I was a little concerned. Now I'm back on Cooper. If this is the correct news that he's actually uh, going to be okay, because that offense is going to be one we want to invest in. And speaking of that offense, Johnny, multiple reports uh, per multiple reports. McCarthy said the team has taken a step back and opted for a more conservative approach in order to make sure the shoulder issue for Dak Prescott does not develop into a bigger problem. Given the timing of the game, it seems likely that decision on Prescott's ability will will be uh, to throw will be pushed to next week. So basically, I think it's being blown a little bit out of proportion here, Johnny, because they play this weekend in the in the Hall of Fame game. But I think he'll probably be throwing next week. But I guess we'll find out, Johnny, of all those headlines I kind of spit out for you, which one is making the most impact for fantasy for you this year? Standing in the Hall of Fame, as they like to say, uh, or sing, I should say. Uh, no, the the Dak stuff is really interesting, and the Mari Cooper, uh, we'll, we'll be getting into him. So I don't want to bring him up too much on the show right now. Uh, stay tuned. But uh, it sounds like uh, Big Travis just, you know, like Katy Perry. He's hot and he's cold. He's yes and he's no. Uh, and I'll let you decide, Whisper Nation, and my argument a little bit later. Tease, oh, tease. Tease. Hint, hint. We, so we, any we, other deck Prescott, maybe, or the Devonta Smith or any other headline that I mentioned, Carson Wentz, which one of those three do you think would make the most impact for, uh, for oh, definitely football? it's, it's definitely the DAC, uh, the DAC news, right? Um, listen, when you are seeing forms of injuries and happen and, and training camp, you don't go and try to find them. I'll tell you that, especially when you're drafting. <laughs> so I am going to Le- start. The less you know, question marks, the better, right? R- right, exactly. Like we already know he's dealing and battling back with this ankle injury. Now he's having an, another issue. Who knows what might else happen because he's trying to compensate for his, uh, whether it's it's severe or not, right? Like they could be fibbing, right? We It's coach speak. Who knows? Whether, but like you said, where there's smoke, there's smoke, baby, and and there's a lot of smoke over there coming coming from that Dallas Cowboys camp. 
And so I am concerned uh, with Dak. I might be lowering him a little bit in my rankings. Yeah, Kyle Neely coming in here. Thanks for stopping in. Says, glad Dak wasn't even on my board. I do think Dak should be drafted around where he's going, though. But I understand if you want to mitigate that risk, that's not that's on you. I get that. I'm, I'm willing to absorb some of that risk. Jaybro, 45, I wanted to get to your question. What, who do you think will be this year's Stephon Diggs in rounds five through seven? We have videos back on the profile. So make sure you're sub- sub- subscribed on you. Whoa, subscribed. <laughs> on youtube yeah (laughs) subscribed on youtube and check out our league winning wide receivers episode johnny mentioned terry mclaurin in that episode i think i had a chase claypool taking that episode so there's some guys there's some nuggets especially in five through seven make sure you go back and check that out in the uh situation thomas law mentions galladay we've talked about galladay before let's get into five players we're gonna let your league mates draft five players you can pass on for fantasy football in your drafts in 2021 But if you're liking the show so far and you're liking what you hear, get on over to the YouTube channel. Hit us with a like on some of those videos. And really, the big one is subscribe to the channel, please. It helps us grow this channel and helps us continue to put out content daily, fresh content daily. Our number one wide receiver, or at least the first one on the list, Johnny, is Tyler Lockett. So Tyler Lockett is the guy I chose here for for you to pass on. And I get it. Like, Travi, like he finished the wide receiver eight in PPR last year. He has three straight seasons of finishing as the wide receiver 17 or better in PPR. Back-to-back seasons with over 1,000 yards. 28 touchdowns in the last three seasons. Travi, why would you be picking him as somebody to pass on? And it's not that I don't think his end-of-the-year numbers aren't great. He's a fantastic option. It's not that I don't love his quarterback who throws him the ball at a deep uh, and consistent rate. The problem is his consistency in fantasy football. He has only posted wide receiver numbers in 31% of his games last year. That was wide receiver number two or better in only five games. So a bulk of his, um, you know, a bulk of his points came in those five games where you need it on a weekly basis in fantasy football. So for me, I have some consistency issues if, you, if you're like, well, maybe that was just last year. He's been the wide receiver two or better on only 40% of his games over the last two years. So this isn't a Tyler Lockett one-year thing. This is a consistency issue with Tyler Lockett, and why not? It's not like Tyler Lockett is surprisingly somebody we don't, you know, haven't seen before in the NFL. Deshaun Jackson or other types that are deep field stretchers that go down the field tend to be boomer bust. We see that. And I, I'm not saying he's exactly boomer bust with Deshaun Jackson because he's definitely more consistent as far as availability than Deshaun Jackson, but as far as consistency across the board, I'm not liking what I see out of Tyler Lockett. So for me, you look at who he's going by in that in, in that area of the draft, and I just would rather take some of the other wide receivers and running backs in that spot. Well, Travis, I certainly hope that uh, you know your significant other does not watch this. I hope I hope Cassie does not watch this show uh, because I took from that. You have consistency issues, um, <laughs> and and so do I. Uh, I'll I'll be honest with you. I, that is the dead truth. I've you know we see it on Twitter a lot. You know, fancy Twitter. If you're not on fancy Twitter, go follow us at TF Whispers. Uh, we we see this people are like oh i'm you know i don't understand why people are so uh so low on tyler lockett points are points and you hit it on then uh, like the nail on the head there travis check this out from the consistency chart and the draft kit tyler lockett he, he he gave you four wide receiver one weeks that's great that's fantastic so you're like well why you know that's the same as uh it, justin jefferson so why you know whisper nation might be like why wouldn't i go out and get him well, I'll tell you why. Because the other times he had one other 
wide receiver two week. He was wide receiver 22. Other than that, check this out. Wide receiver 70, wide receiver 52, wide receiver 57, wide receiver 63, wide receiver 71. Like you are, you're searching for that game. So you're always going to put them in your lineup, but those are low number, like wide receiver 57. Like I could easily stream a guy better than that. So for me, I'm with you, man. I'm out. Yeah, it's it's just somebody I'd like to pass on. Well, Johnny, you said it. You teased it at the start of the show. Our second wide receiver on the list is Amari Cooper. So, all right, Johnny, make the case for why Amari Cooper needs to be passed on uh, in drafts. Is it the ankle injury? Is it the, the emergence of CeeDee Lamb? Is it a combination of both of those things? It is a combination of both of those things. A major one, uh, you know, would be the the ankle injury, right? But I'll talk and get into that a little bit more. But I also want to talk from just an analytics part first on why you should really consider passing up on Amari Cooper. Listen, I understand, again, end of the year numbers, he's great. And since, you know, and before the last, I'd say year and a half, right, when Dak really started to come through, he was much more of a Tyler Lockett type of player. He got 55% of his total fantasy production from just, Four games. And so it was really, really uh, inconsistent. He has gotten better over that time. However, even despite Travis last year, even despite Dax, you know, getting off to a monster start through those first four and a half games, he still only finished as a wide receiver one, one time. The other two weeks, he was a wide receiver 24, wide receiver 24, and wide receiver 29. This is a mixed bag of wide receivers. You, you know, C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, and and you, we cannot forget um, uh, Gallup, who is also trying to play for a new contract. He's a very talented wide receiver. Guess what? He had just as many wide receiver one weeks as both C.D. Lamb last year and Amari Cooper, despite all the, the quarterback mix-ups. But here's the biggest reason why I'm not passing up. So you you either want the best guy or, you, you know, that and we know cd lamb we've seen him in camp he's really elevated his game so you know you either pay up for that talent because he's going to be going to the slot which is also beneficial for him or you get that last guy which is going to be michael gallup who is going to get you you know some really big high upside weeks because we all agree that they're going to pass the ball a lot or attempt to and so you're either getting one side of the value or the other and amari just falls right in the middle because of that ankle and, and the injury proneness that he has. That's why I consider him not as high as C.D. Lamb for me. Because check this out. He got surgery back in January on January 3rd for that uh, pedal ankle fracture, right? But this isn't the first time he's ever dealt with it. He's dealt with it in 2009. Uh, he, did, he dealt with it twice. That hampered him during playtime. Uh, he ha- uh, It was in 2017. He had a grade two sprain of the same thing. Uh, that happened twice in uh, 2017, and it also happened in 2015. He had a, a plantar fasciitis uh, sprain on that foot. So it's just like when when there when you see a, a a long list like that, that's like you to quote you, that's as long as a, a CBS receipt, Travis. Yeah. Yeah, well, I will say that all those are strains and 
you know, plantar fasciitis, which <clears throat> hopefully the surgery is there to fix. That's the idea, right? You deal with these nagging injuries and hopefully this finally he had surgery and now he puts it behind him. I get it um, that you, people are scared off of Cooper. They think most of his inconsistent ways from his days with the Raiders. But I will say that Cooper, since joining Dak Prescott, has been really good and really consistent in this offense. Now, Johnny mentioned he's not hit the wide receiver one ceiling as much. So I get that. He may not have the upside that you want, but I do think the wide receiver two consistency is there. I know you're having to draft him as the sixth wide, 16th wide receiver off the board, but that's not a wide receiver one. So that's wide receiver two territory. I think he's right in the realm of like, like he's on a great offense as long as he's healthy. I think that's the big thing. Monitor towards camp. But as Johnny eloquently put, like there's a lot going on question wise. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, so far, Kyle says, I have not drafted any of these players out of any of my six leagues. LOL. Great advice, guys. Well, we're glad we got this to you, but um, um, maybe a little late, but um, we're glad we're on the same page with you. Um Kyle, as we move on, we've got our third wide receiver on the list. And for me, this one hurts my heart a little bit, but I got to go with Julio Jones. So let's talk about the easy argument here that the Corey Davis role is not one that really speaks volumes to how much he could be uh, used in this offense. So obviously, Davis was um, the you know wide receiver 30 and standard in PPR and 78% of his fantasy points came from receiving yards. So you actually like that because that's Julio Jones bread and butter. If he can get about 80% of his, as you know, he, he wasn't a big touchdown guy. So he could be the yardage monster again for this offense, but the offense is a lot different, Johnny. This offense is a lot different than what Atlanta put on paper for uh, over the last, you know, 10, 11 years with Julio Jones. So for me, that's a little bit scary. Then we look at the cost. He's going in the fourth round. It's like the industry and, and fantasy fans don't realize he's not on the Falcons anymore. So all of this Julio coming off the board with C.D. Lamb, Amari Cooper, Allen Robinson, Mike Evans. I mean, look at Evans and Robinson. They're clear number ones in their offense. And you look at Evans like that's a really good offense. I'd rather take a Mike Evans there. You look at C.D. Lamb and Cooper. So, yeah, say what you want about Cooper's injury, but that's an offense I want to be invested in. So I take a 1A or 1B with Cooper or Lamb before I'm taking uh, Julio Jones as the 1B in this offense. We talk about his age and his body, Johnny. 32 years old, uh, 32 and a half actually, and now missed eight games over his last two seasons. He's going to be, there's going to be 17 games in this year. And this is a guy that just, we've, we have history of wide receivers falling off a little bit of a cliff. We also have history with the change of scene, right, Johnny? When a wide receiver goes to a new team, it doesn't necessarily spell goodness, but I know what you're saying, right? You're saying, well, look at Stefan Diggs, look at DeAndre Hopkins, look at Randy Moss. These guys change teams. They're elite talents. They move to another team. Well, that's good. Except for they were all the number one clear option for those teams. They got traded to those teams and needed to be the lead target getter. There's a guy that we all really like that has already proved that he's the best wide receiver on this team in A.J. Brown that lives there. And guess what? He already has Tannehill as his established chemistry guy, you know, as his quarterback there. And I just that scares me off. So for me, the price hasn't matched up yet. The industry has not adjusted with Julio Jones. And for me, let your league mates say, oh, Julio Jones, that's a great name. He's been so great. Let them draft him. You can draft some other players around that that has a little bit more of established role and, and look a little bit better as far as 2021 outlook, Johnny. I absolutely I mean, Whisper Nation is going off on this one. They love the call, Big Travi. So kudos to that one. I want to say and mention, it's funny, you know, people are not like they're not discrediting Julio right now for his injury stuff. 
and he's you know already dealing with with some injuries coming into training camp and yet you know i could tell you a guy that has probably just as much upside if not a little bit better because he's going to be on a better offense that is in the same situation but everyone's writing off and that's aj green just if you want that same kind of upside that julio has or or that talent because we know aj green is a good talent if metrics are pointing that Joe Burrow is really inaccurate and that could be the issue of, of why AJ Green was why he was. So it's just like, I love this call. And I think that if you're a person who is like kind of looking at Julio and bit and big Travi kind of persuade you off that, but you still want that in the later rounds for basically for free, go with AJ Green. Yeah, I, I think there's uh, I think there's a lot to be said about that. We've talked before in the past about how you could compare the two, but I will say Green's been a little bit more injury uh, prone lately. I hate mm-hmm. using that phrase, but a little bit more of the injury bug lately. So that could be the scare off there. Before we get going uh, to the rest of the list here, Whisper Nation, we're nothing without your support. Uh, we love that you're all watching this video and we appreciate that support. The likes and the subscribes hit us in a big way. So make sure you're doing so on the YouTube channel. But if you fill it upon your heart to help us continue to grow the family and chase this dream consider joining us over on patreon.com you could show support at the five and ten dollar levels patron benefits include access to our exclusive discord channels entries to sport card giveaways increased odds for landing a spot in our listener league entries into signed jersey raffles bonus fantasy content including our face off friday over on patreon exclusively so head on over to patreon.com forward slash the fantasy whispers and join the nation today johnny our fourth receiver is hey, a form what's that that we got sorry we got breaking news right now four minutes oh, ago wow. julio jones sidelined with undisclosed leg injury well. uh nbc <laughs> sports edge football just reported that four minutes ago and then apparently so there was also aj green uh they're mentioning with similar news on the same day so that's all right what I was well they are as the- tied they are yeah. as tied together <laughs> as we thought it's kind of like uh, Lord Voldemort and, and Harry Potter. Maybe they've got that <laughs> they, connection or something. I, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, let's move in that on. case. In that case, yeah. pivot Stay to Rondell Moore. Yeah. In that case, my not, boy, Rondell Moore. AJ Brown might, you know, I think he might be a value even more so, but we'll get yeah. into that later on on the show uh, or on future shows. Johnny, our fourth wide receiver as a wide receiver, you should potentially pass on. And this one, I don't know. I'm in my feelings about it. So I'll let you kind of take the floor is Calvin Ridley. What is it about Calvin Ridley that just makes you not interested as, as this could be the the most targets he's gotten in his career this year? I'm going to get so much hate for this and I know it, but it's OK. I, I will try my best to tell you and, and show you why I'm getting to my conclusion here. If you look at Calvin Ridley, right, we know Julio Jones is gone. Well, we have some samples of when Calvin played without Julio and the results weren't that fantastic. Right. He went from 11 targets a game with Julio down to seven. He was a wide receiver two or better 78 percent of the time versus 50 uh, percent of the time with Julio. So he was a little bit more consistent as far as being a top 24 guy. But again, that was with the old Atlanta offense that was pass happy. That was uh, always throwing the ball 10 targets uh, or 10 red zone targets in the last two years without Julio is a significant decline versus 20 when Julio is in the lineup. So you see when he's the more focal point, he is, he's not getting quite the touchdown looks as he is with their, another alpha on the field. The other thing that I, I want to know is when you look at this Tennessee or Arthur Smith 
is going to be the offensive coordinator, right? And what he brings from Tennessee. Most often, those wide receivers did not get over 10 targets. AJ Green or AJ Brown and Corey Davis combined only saw eight games of 10 plus targets. And so when you look at the two games when Calvin Ridley did not have Julio, I understand it's a very small sample size. But when you see those two games without Julio Jones and he did not get 10 targets, he was the wide receiver 17 and the wide receiver 21. He's being drafted, Travis, as a top seven wide receiver right now. You look at this offense, Arthur Smith, his top wide receiver over the last two years, as far as market share percentage, has been A.J. Brown with 22.8. I understand he didn't play the entire season. He had a little bit of injury concern, but let's not forget, we Ridley has missed some games over the last couple of years, as well as I in my rankings, I even bumped that up to 24%, Travis, and he's still... Uh, a back end, you know, middle of the pack wide receiver too for me. And so I just don't want people to fall in that trap thinking he's got this massive, massive upside because yeah. I just don't see it in this offense. They're not yes. going to. Some of this has to, something's got to give here because we have seen consistently, consistently under Matt Ryan and this offense that they've been pass happy. Johnny makes a point though, that Arthur Smith is coming over. He's been the opposite of pass happy. They've been an efficient run first offense. They did. Did some things that they needed to do to try and make it more of an Arthur Smith style offense, uh, trading Julio Jones out, getting in a guy like uh, Kyle Pitts to run the dual tight end system that he wants to do. And Mike Davis is theoretically going to be there a la Derrick Henry or whatever they want to do. But I think that there are some things that are going to have to give. Will this offensive line be good enough to consistently run the ball the way they want to, or will they have to give up that and start to throw more? We will see what happens. I think um, I tend to go with a guy that's set up to get 24 to 27% of his team's market share. And I know that you have this AJ Brown model to look at with Arthur Smith, but that's still only one year that Arthur Smith was a play caller. So a lot could overtake that Arthur Smith regime as far as like just the chemistry between uh, Calvin Ridley and Matt Ryan. So we will see what happens. We will see what gives, but I like, I like saying, Hey, pause, wait a second. There's more questions than we think with Calvin Ridley when you're going to draft him that high. So I appreciate that input as well. We want to just remind you that if you like that take or if you didn't like the take, but you like the back and forth, you like that we get into these nitty gritty details, hit us with a like and hit us with a subscribe over on the YouTube channel. We're putting out daily content, including video clips, dark horse wide receivers and running backs, tight end sleepers, all the things you need to dominate your league. So make sure you like and subscribe over on the YouTube channel. It would help us out tremendously. And now we will get into our fifth and final wide receiver on the list. And I'm telling you guys, you got to fade Juju Smith-Schuster. Let your league mates draft Juju Smith-Schuster. There's a couple things. I think that this offense could go run heavy. I think that he was very touchdown dependent last year, and I think there's just so much talent around him. So let's start with the touchdown dependency. Uh, saw his career high in touchdowns with nine, but he was also a career low in yards per target with 6.49. Now he had his second highest target total as a Steeler, 128, but his lowest yardage total, total with 831. We're looking at a way that he was just not pushed down the field very much. This was a very conservative Juju Smith-Schuster year. And those 128 targets, Johnny, came with 
our guy Chase Claypool or my guy Chase Claypool only in on 59% of snaps on a per game average, which means that number is going to go up, which means I have to think Juju Smith-Schuster's targets will come down. You look at that weird one-year deal. He signed only $8 million to come back to the Steelers. Not exactly a lot of money pushing towards we have to use Juju here. Then we look at what the Steelers have shown us with their words. Uh, they went out and said they want to be more run heavy than their actions. They went and changed to Matt Canada as an offensive coordinator who has averaged 58% or more rushing share, rushing to pass ratio when he's been a coordinator in college. Not saying he will automatically do it'll be a 60-40 split, but we can look at him doing that in the past and know that he wants to run the football. They obviously drafted Najee Harris in the first round, so they want to run the football. And then we just look at the talent around Juju. Deontay Johnson is a target hog, and Chase Claypool is the prototypical alpha build of a wide receiver. So for me, I am fading Juju Smith-Schuster. I think you can get Chase Claypool or Deontay even earlier than Chase and really be invested in the two guys I think will be the focal points of this passing attack come 2021. Love it, big Travi. We got one a storm stormtrooper over here. Didn't like it. He said he's my guy, so I got to take the love shades off. Uh, on Ridley is a stud. I'm not I'm not disagreeing that Ridley is not a stud, but uh, he's a great player. We're just a little off on, but I love the big Travi take there, uh, Juju. I just don't. I'm nervous, man. I'm nervous. Yeah, we're getting a lot of talk about drop machine, uh, Deontay. We know that Deontay, like I just want to speak. Uh, we know that he's speak had some truth. drops, but drops we can't discount. We can't just come at him for drops. I think the reason that we do come out Deontay a little bit harder than guys like Mike Evans or DK Metcalf or other guys that suffer from drops is because he just doesn't have that prototypical alpha build that other guys do. And I think that's why I am actually not on Deontay being the number one guy in this offense, but he definitely could be a target monster again and kind of soak up targets. But uh, I think he's a better grab than, you know, taking a juju. You definitely want to get off of the juju train this year if you can. MF Cowboy coming juju, in here. Hey, hey, late. Travis is like juju off that beat. Yeah, juju exactly. off that beat. Well, that's it, Whisper Nation. We want to know who your wide receivers are that you're fading. If we didn't mention any today, make sure you hit them in the comments or get in our social DMs and let us know. Remember to go and get that draft kit at thefantasywhispers.com and make sure you're following us on all platforms to help continue growing Whisper Nation. Johnny, any last words for anybody here in, in the uh, yeah, uh, one stick around for after the show because right when we're done with this, we're going to do a little after the show stuff. And number two, uh, I will be doing a segment over on Pat's uh, Windy City Breeze show. Uh, he has a YouTube channel as well. So we'll be over there every Wednesday. We're going to be going on their channel uh, to get fantasy advice and stuff. So stop by. That is at uh, what? Seven, seven Eastern time, I believe is their time, right? Um, it, he's central. It's six central, yeah. seven Eastern, but that's yeah. correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. but we'll share it. those links. So make sure you're honest yeah. with Twitter. We'll make sure we get that link out so you can, uh, you can do the damn yeah. thing over there for Johnny game time Hicks. I'm big Travi. We are the fantasy whispers and we are out. Peace. <laughs> so that that's what happens when we both press the button there. Yeah. You press uh, the button. You've been watching any Olympics? Yeah, man. Uh the I've been really getting into well, two things. Diving, that is just 
unreal the amount of like little splash dude i couldn't i couldn't like crawl my way way into dude, a pool i know without, like, like my poops have a bigger splash than what's going on there dude i know especially the chinese they're like the head of the field in the dude. diving like they can just get in there like they're very succinct and to get in there you know what i was checking out was the canoeing dude have you oh, seen man. the slalom canoeing they're like they got to get between these like little uh like they're like little hanging like rods and they got to get uh-huh. between them and do like a spin around and like it's raging rapids out there. It looks like flipping white caps. I'm like, what is going on here? The uh, other, the other one the I watch, we watched a track. My, my wife and I watched a track and field last night. The, the lady, the women's track oh, and yeah, field. Yeah. And there's did you see this, it raining the other night. Yeah. Well, did you see the, uh, she's from, um, she's Dutch. The Netherlands. And, yeah. Or Netherlands. Yeah. Where she and, fell down. Yeah, and she still yeah, got it. And dude. then she yeah. ran a race later that day, bro. And she was like hanging in there, hanging in there. We're like, I, we're kind of rooting for him, you know. It's like the underdog, you know. Yeah. So she, and bro, she just turned on the jet. She was oh, gone. She I top speed that. of like seventeen miles per hour, bro. It was. I wonder. Unreal. It's like you know, some people self sabotage so they can actually like get through life. You know, they're like, I'm a victim of like. I, I do this all the time because like I'm a survivor, right? So you end up self-sabotaging. So that way you get insert chaos into your life. I wonder if she's just like, I got to trip and fall before I can actually reach my potential here. I really yeah. got to screw myself up just to get in the mode here. Yeah. It was just kind of a wild uh, race, but that's been one of my favorite moments of the whole thing. Um, obviously the U S had a, um, the U S had the, uh, the medley or the the swimming um, yeah. uh, medley or whatever that was great to see. I watched the U.S. play basketball the other night for the first time. I haven't been as into the NBA or an, yeah. into the uh, basketball, but I am telling you right now, there's a collision course between uh, Slovenia with uh, Luca and the yeah. U.S. Yeah. And I am going to be Jack because also we were talking about this. How is it that Ricky Rubio? Is just this game-changing Spanish like Olympian, and then in the NBA he just gets punked on. I mean, obviously the U.S. ended up winning this game, but it's like that he was like pissing Durant and these guys off. Yeah, like, the well, best in the world essentially. He's playing with his. He's playing with his fam. He just is like, let's go. I yeah. I that is that one was wild. I haven't. I agree with you. I'm still a little heartbroken, so I haven't watched any basketball since the Suns lost. But. Yeah. um the last one I just want to mention, Travis, rugby. Been watching oh, that. Yeah, dude. Been wa- I watched. Who was it? Uh, oh Fiji. my goodness! I Fiji, was like, did you see Fiji against Canada? Man, Fiji could not stop scoring. Bro, I was like, I don't fully get like, and I totally admit that like, I don't get all the rules. Like sometimes I'm like, I don't understand why this was a turnover, or this wasn't. But dude, I could get behind some rugby, bro. Yeah, absolutely. It's I, I want to learn those rules so I can actually kind of enjoy it a little bit more because it seems like I don't understand how you why you tackle them, because it seems like they can still throw it even after they're tackled. I'm like, what the hell? Like, OK, yeah. what's going on here? Uh, yeah, I, I got to figure out those rules. But either way, uh, we got a Nation. couple. Yeah, they got uh, Chase Target, my friend Chase Targets. Yep. We got Lamb or A-Rob PPR. We'll do, I would say. I'm taking a Rob. I yeah, think he A-Rob. just guaranteed the 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 official. I'll, well, I do have there. I do have CD. I, Lamb I have concerns mind, but... though. I don't know if this is right to have, but I have concerns actually. If Robinson goes to, uh, 
I mean, I know we've seen it with Nick Foles and Trubisky. Like he's been fine, but I have if Fields if, is the quarterback. If, I actually he do goes have concerns for Robinson. Yeah. Not even yeah, just goes, Mooney, but just like how much pass volume will they really have? Right. You know, uh, that's I, my concern. I do have. I checking my st- I'm checking my rankings right now. I do actually have Lamb higher. I have Lamb at finishing top seven. Might be surprised by. We also got ML saying Lamb. Uh, we got a lot of people sticking around today. We appreciate you guys. Do a cannonball, anyways. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. The the question is: Does he announce it? Does he stop the whole stop the whole party and announce it? Who knows? Uh, All right, Whisper Nation. We'll catch you on Friday. We'll have a fresh new show. Make sure you're subscribed on everything else, guys. Appreciate you. Have a good one. Peace. Right here. Oh, hey, you made it to the end of the video. If you like what you saw, go ahead and hit subscribe. Make sure you hit that bell so you get notified anytime we drop new content or go live. And if you're still not told yet, check out one of these videos.